Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Crown Command podcast. Today, we're bringing you a math hammer review of the magic items. I am joined today by Casper uh, again, and today we'll be uh, starting out with the items. Now, would you like to say uh, hello to everyone, Casper? Hello, thanks for having me again. Thanks for joining us once more. I guess uh, we've got a lot of items to, uh, to go through, so I guess we'll just uh, jump right into it. But moving on to the magic armor. The first item on the list is the Spell Eater Shield at 100 points. It's, this item is too expensive and not really usable. Um, as you have mentioned a lot of times as well, what you want is Dispel Scrolls to, mm-hmm. and Dispel Scrolls affects all your units, not just one. So. This is overpriced and not really what you're looking for. If it gave a, a ward save, perhaps you would consider it. But this is way too expensive for just a shield save and something a dispel scroll can do better. And the next item, the armor of brilliance, is at 75 points. It is a quite expensive item for having no armor save. And it only affects the character wearing the... Um, uh, wearing the uh, the armor, not the unit they're with. Uh, in which case, I would prefer the uh, ruby chalice instead. Yeah, I don't, I don't know, but but it is a very very strong armor, and uh, it can definitely make your Bretonian general survive uh, a big chaos lord or vampire. So it, I consider this a counter item. Yeah. Um, it is a very strong effect, but not something that I would bring often. Um, something to consider maybe on a, uh, on a general on a monster instead of a general with a unit. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, moving on to the next one is the armor of protection, a fairly decent armor. This is 50 points. Very strong, but mm-hmm. a bit expensive as well. Yeah. yeah. We do tend towards the more cheaper items that uh, have almost the same effect when looking at Math Hammer, and which is why we prefer the Armor Fortune, which we'll be t- getting to later. <clears throat> but still, it is a strong item, this one, if you can afford it. Uh, the next item is the Chaos Rune Shield. It's also 50 points. <coughs> it's a it's a pretty good count item, but yeah. but there are not that many uh, weapons that you, that you want to counter. Um, at a lot of the times, your Chaos Lord is going to strike first uh, because there's the, the Helm of Many Eyes or he's just have more initiative or, or he is more, has more mobility. Um, but it's a good counter item if you really fear some, some uh, un-nasty un- combos. Yes. Uh, so definitely a, a good counter item. Um, the next on the list is a high elf only item called the shadow armor at 50 points. Not really useful, I think. Um, it does apply to any mounts you are on as well. No, it does not. It does, it says on the item. Um, what was it, the shadow armor in, uh... Is it mentioned in the, uh... White Dwarf? I think it, No, that's that's but another it item. The, it says on the card, the power. this power extends yeah. to any steed or monstrous mount the wearer is riding. 
So it will not affect a chariot, but it will affect a monster or a horse. Yeah. Well, again, not really that useful. If it affected a chariot, it'd be a great item. Nah, I don't think so. I don't think it's it would be great anyways. Well, I, yeah, to cross uh, obstacles, of course. Um, yeah, but it doesn't affect yeah, the chariot. Units and woods. But um, I don't think that is really what you're looking for in an item. Um, no, and no. The, the minus one strength, uh, only non-magical weapons. So that's not really what you're afraid of. Yeah, yeah. Um, moving on then to, since it's not really going to be used, this item, it's very niche. Yeah. Uh, um, the depends entirely on the terrain. But the next item is the spell shield at 50 points. And it's the same issue with the the big shield that you you rather want uh, dispel scrolls. Yeah, yeah. Now the uh, the next item is a little more a little bit more interesting. Is the warpstone armor at fifty points? The only reason for this item, uh, because black amulet is far better, I think. So you would yeah. always pick black amulet first. But you this way you can have two special saves. Um, yeah, and and two uh, two items that reflect attacks, but black amulet is just strictly better. Yeah, and this allows for a, um, a, a yeah exactly allows a wizard to have two ward saves, um, because then they can use a ward and this armor. Yeah, uh, armor of meteoric iron iron is the next item at twenty five points. Yeah, pretty. Decent uh, magical armor, cheap. Yeah, it's. Uh, I like it. It's pretty good. It's not. Ar- it's not better than armor of fortune. So I wouldn't use this unless it was my secondary pick. Yeah, yeah. Um, and you can get a one plus armor save by putting them on a mount. Yeah. The next item is the bane shield. Not really what you're looking for. No. Even though that uh, I don't know if if your ward save also reflects a lightning bolt or, or it's only the save normal save, but anyways, it's not good enough. No, I do believe it's only the armor save. Then it's really really yeah. bad. Yeah, it's only armor saves. Yeah, then it's really really bad. Yeah, um, and it's one bolt per wound saved. So yes, it's it's very bad. Uh, next item, the Crimson Armor of Dargan. It's an expensive Chaos Armor. Yeah, and you have to use an item slot for it, which you don't for yeah. Chaos Armor normally. Yeah. Um, so I don't see any use for it. Um, not even. And you can't use it on a wizard. Yeah, not not even in a, in some counter way. You know, no, I don't see it. I, w- I would never pick this over Chaos Armor. Uh, the next item is one of the. Very good items for uh, armors. This is the armor of fortune. It's at fifteen points, making it a lot cheaper than the armor protection. Very, very strong item, and for the cost, yeah. Yes, uh, I use this item a lot. Yes, I, I tend to include this in ten out of ten, <laughs> and and some kind of character will be using this item uh, to get that uh, cheap ward save. I mean. Uh, you lose. You basically on the armor protection. You pay thirty-five points for for plus one to the ward save. 
that is worth it sometimes, but that depends on yeah. what you're facing. But exactly. in most cases, having three wounds with toughness four or, or toughness five, a five plus ward save with three wounds is enough to make sure you're not killed in one round. Um, of course, not always. It depends on what you're facing. Yeah, but yeah. good, very good. The next item is the chaos armor itself. This is basically for beastmen because they cannot wear chaos armor uh, at ten, uh, like the um, chaos warriors can. Without uh, spend, they have to to spend item slot for it. Yeah, exactly. So, so if it... you really want an armor save on your beastmen, there are probably better choices. But if you really want an armor save as well as a ward save on your shaman, I don't really see this item being used unless you wanna. Combine it with the Chaos Rune Shield. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 The next item is the Dragon Helm. It's 10 points and gives you a ward save of 2 plus against fire attacks. Way too niche. Just to throw this away. There are yeah. not that many yeah. da dangerous uh, fire attacks, anyways. And the next item is the uh, Shield of uh, Potatlos. A decent item if you have a character running around. Um, against a, a ranged army that's not wood elves. That's just in theory, but I have never considered using this. In a, Me neither. So, there are, yeah. there, are, there are better options. Um, so this is a very cheap option in case you have no other choices to make. Yeah. Uh, next item is the armor of endurance. This is 6 plus is a lot different than a 5 plus. 1 in 6 is a lot worse than a 1 in 3, of course. So therefore, beside, despite it being only five points, I would not consider this item unless I really want to give some kind of desperate measure to a character. But the way I see see it, I th still think it's a good item. It costs two points more than a heavy armor. It yeah. doesn't uh, give you movement penalty with a shield. For... It can be it can be used in some situations. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Uh, the next item is the enchanted shield. This is an armor save of five plus. For five points, it will probably be used a few times, but it's not very good. Yeah, same. Uh, less uh, armor of endurance is much better. Yeah, if yeah. you have to pick. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, this, of course, will give you a three plus armor save with uh, heavy armor and not negate uh, movement. But still, uh, next item is a uh, somewhat better. It's the charm shield. It's a Great counter item, especially for the Skyrim era of Nailer. So great counter pick right there. Something to keep your flyers alive, uh, especially for your nukers. Cheap items, making uh, without making the cost too expensive. Yeah, and it's also a good item uh, for for just surviving. Yeah, in, in yeah, combat, it, it it does the trick for five points. Yeah, yeah. The next magic item is the magic war paint. I don't know. It's I've rarely I've tried this once or twice, but never really seen the use for it. Yeah. It's probably, probably. rarely gonna be used, but if you really like the points then you might use this. Uh that that basically concludes all the magic uh, armor. So uh, for the wards there aren't as many. Um so we'll be going through them rather quickly as well. The first one is the silver seal. 
it's rather on the expensive side. I like, I would really like this item for Empire if the uh, missile shots and hand to hand also affected the, uh, the hit modifier, also affected the unit. Otherwise, I don't see a use, but rather be using um, the um, Ruby Chalice and the uh, and a Dispel Scroll instead. Yeah, it's useless the way it is. You're correct. Uh, going on to the next item, that's the black amulet at 50 points. This item uh, is ward. very good. It is definitely one of the uh, best wards. Yeah, definitely. Um, and also the also scary. the rebound uh, also counts uh, towards your combat results. And it's only a one in six chance that it's exhausted. So that's that's a great that's a great issue. Yeah, and it's so, only after so so it would have done the the trick. Yeah, it will have saved wounds and then it rebounds. Now, what happens when two black amulets go up against each other? That happened very often as a kid in a, in those tournaments that I had because everyone had it. The second one doesn't doesn't rebound back, but it can still save the rebounded. Okay, okay. Uh, the next item is also a great ward is the Golden Crown of Atrasar at fifty points. So this is a a great way to save your character. Usually you only need to save it once because then you should be, be killing the enemy character in the next round or in the same round. Or winning combat or something like that, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But this is uh, very good and uh, it's just as good as Black Amulet. I think uh, when, yeah. when choosing between these two ward saves, you have to consider, do I want that better uh, ward save, so I'm sure that I'm not going to get killed with the, the Golden Crown, or do I get a, a little bit worse ward save and also have a chance to add an additional combat result or something like that. That's really what you have to weigh. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. And both choices are insanely good. Yes, they are definitely... Uh, almost an, an auto include at least one of them in in every army list that I make. Yeah, and uh, and if, if if I can afford it, uh, sometimes I tend towards the armor fortune if I want to be a little bit more risky. But in most cases, I will include one of these. And for your your big wizard, uh, you should take a golden crown of Atrasar because you never want your wizard to be fighting. Exactly. So you you tend towards the golden crown for your your wizard. Yeah. Uh, the next item is the Dawnstone at 25 points and allows you to re-roll a failed arm save. Yeah. Uh, this is way too expensive for what it does. It's worthless because your armor save is most most of the times, uh, if not fully negated, then a lot of it is negated. So you, you're talking about re-rolling maybe 5 plus or 6 plus. So it's close to nothing. It adds very little to to what it does. So the next item is the Van Braces of Lightning. Very good um, counter item for Wood Elves if you want to have a character running around for himself. Definitely, definitely a great second uh, ward save for your um, your slant mage if you're worried about range fire. Yeah. Let's move on to the next, the final ward which is the Jade Amulet. You, you're allowed to have as many ward saves as you want, but you're only allowed to have one ward item yeah. per character. Yeah, exactly. Um, all right. I think that wraps up the uh, the ward items. Yeah. 
the first item on the enchanted items list is the crown of sorcery. I know you really want this item to be good because we discussed it so many times, but I really don't think it is. No, I, I don't think it's a good item as well, but I have tried many combinations trying to get it to work. Yeah. And the issue is always the same. You, even with a leadership of 10, you're going to fail at some point and then you're going to be a sad panda. <laughs> yeah. But this item is so much fun. I, I love this item. I wish it was better. Someday, someday, Casper, I'll make it work. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, that's, uh, this, is, this is the part. Crown Sorcery is the item where I go the most uh, fluff build for my army lists. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's, it's not a good item. It is not. Um, let's, uh, let's move on to the next one. This is the Rod of Corruption. Yeah, the way I think this works is that you only get to, to roll the die once and not by each hit. Yes, yes. It's it's not uh, for each hit. It's just when you hit. Yeah, exactly. So, so, you, so you do this once per combat. Yeah. So against the toughness 4, it's a 5 plus, And against the toughness 5, it's a 6 plus. Uh, so yeah. very expensive item on that account. Uh, and considering that you're... Plague you monk is gonna get killed right after. If if this fails, I think it's too expensive. Yeah, I, I agree on that point. It is a standard item for Lord Skrulk, um, but it's not a great item. I mean, even Lord Skrulk's uh, Rod of Corruption has different abilities that makes it a little mo bit more useful. But it's still very expensive item and not something I would you consider. Unless I was, uh, I really wanted to feel Lord Scroll. The uh, next item on the list is the Talisman of Obsidian. If you are to considering having a, a one huge regiment with all all your your characters and everything into it, uh, and very few uh, support things around it, then this is a good item and and probably um, better than. Dispel scrolls, but again, in most cases, dispel scrolls can be work on everything, and is probably better. And the 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 other part with the wizard being in in contact, I don't really see that come into play that often. Um, then you would have to make a a fast uh, character uh, to lock down the wizard, and then why not just build a character that can kill the wizard? instead yeah yeah and you could probably do that a lot cheaper in items than 100 points for this yeah let's get the one um so not really a great item the next item on the list is the talisman of hoeth it's i'm not really sold on this item as well uh, yet i have tried it um i do like the idea of having an additional caster in my general because my general is usually not always that strong when I'm playing high elves. Um, but I think there are better options uh, for your general than using this item. Yeah, I, really... I tend to disagree with that. I think this is a very good choice for, for your general uh, high elves. I think it's, uh, of course, it's, it's expensive, but uh, you get an additional wizard and you get a general that's actually useful for something. There are ways to make your general useful. Otherwise, like uh, with the the 
the lands um, and Crown of Command and Ruby Chalice and stuff like that. But this is yeah. this yeah. is one route that you can take that actually makes your general worth something. That is true. And I did like having the extra magic. I mean, when we play, I uh, might have lost the game where we played uh, Undead versus uh, Vampire Counts versus um, High Elves. But I did like having to draw and choose between almost all of the high elf magic, uh, high uh, high magic, being able to pick the spells that I really needed. Yeah, and you also retain an, another card from turn to turn, and yeah, yeah, I I think it's a good option. Yeah, I think it's Excellent. it's it's yeah, I think it's worth it. Yeah, I think you might actually be right because it is cheaper than a, a level two high elf mage champion. Yes, let's move on. The next item is the Bird of Kotek. This is a, it's a bit expensive, but it's a great uh, counter if you have issues with uh, flying units. Yeah, it's a Sky Arrow on steroids. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. I mean, if you're worried about a, uh, a, a teeny weeny uh, hero coming down, flying into your Slant mage and just going explode, uh, exploding all over his face with heart of woe. Uh, this is a good choice to to get rid of that uh, threat. Yeah, and I'm, I'm not sure how it works when when uh, flying high monsters are driven to the ground. I know that that they at least they are driven to the ground on on uh, in your starting deployment zone, but I'm not sure if if they are driven to the ground where they started to. Uh, that deployment, or if you can pick another spot within your own deployment. I do believe it's anywhere in your deployment zone, but I think we have to uh, talk to Jürgen about this one. Yeah. To be sure. The uh, next item on the list is the Liber Bubonicus. Um, but the problem with this, I think, is that it's a, a Skaven Plague You Monks, and um, I'm not so strong in the in Skaven, but the, but they are frenzied, and I think you sh they their role is to to kill stuff and not be wizards. Uh, yes, yes, they do have the. This is more of an item for Lord Scrope himself because he has to have it. Um, I mean, it's also it's a hundred. It's over one hundred and fifty. It's almost one hundred fifty. No, it yeah, it's almost one hundred fifty points. One hundred forty-eight points for. For a level two uh, wizard, however, you do get to uh, specifically get one of these spells, and you can get Nurgle spells as part of it. Yeah. So, so they are the the spells in question. Uh, I guess we will go into a little bit more detail about this item once we start looking at the um, the actual spells themselves. But I do believe most of these are based in uh, melee combat roles. Yeah, but making again, them not that that good because then he needs to survive, and he already spent one of his two items on this. Cloak of Shadows. This is a Deathmaster Snitch item, uh, but can also be used by Skaven Assassins. Though I, um, I do believe Skaven Assassins cannot wear, cannot get magic items. Yeah. That's yeah, true. So this is no. Only Deathmaster Snitch. Yeah, so it's uh, weird that they didn't write that. So, yeah. yeah. So, but uh, yeah, but definitely a strong item. Yeah, Deathmaster Snitch is quite powerful with this item. 
Uh, he's rather on the expensive side for the role that he might play, but uh, we'll get to that once we discuss the Skaven book itself. Yeah. Uh, the next item is the Ruby Chalice. This is one of the items I really like for the enchanted items also. But the, it's very expensive, this item. Yeah. But I but I like it as well. But it's a, it's very expensive. The the most important thing is the minus one to hit in close combat, and yeah, and sixty points for that is very expensive. So if you're gonna include this, you're also gonna need to take use of the the missile missile fire for yeah for. But also, yeah, the missile fire is is uh, this item is also very good for. Countering uh, wood elves, for example, reducing their to hit chance by. All right, let's move on to the next one item here, the Aldred's Casket of Sorcery at fifty points. Uh, it may be used against a single enemy wizard in base contact. Uh, the casket automatically steals one of the enemy spells determined at random. Uh, the bearer may cast a spell in its own phase uh, with no power requirements. Uh, the casket can contain any number of spells. Again. If you're getting a character into base contact with an enemy wizard, why not try and kill him instead? Yeah. And this this item was also changed at some point. It used to be 25 points. Um, but yeah, it's not a good item. Yeah, indeed. Let's move on to the next one. The Bugman's Tankard. It's at 50 points. Now, if you could use this in close combat, it might be a decent item because you could negate combat results, but since you can't, it's terrible. Yeah, but it can it can still uh, negate uh, kills on uh, your characters. Um, uh, no, no, it can only restore it can restore wound that you've lost, but it cannot negate them being killed. Yeah, but that's where I think it it can. I think if, if they pick or shooting, yeah, killed them exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah um, that's the only so. Yeah, I don't think it's a good item, but it may be useful in some cases. But I'm not, I'm not sure about it, and I don't. I feel like, I, I feel like it's too expensive for how situational it is. Yeah, and I don't think that I can find an item slot for it because there's so many dwarven things that I want. I agree on that as well. So uh, let's move on to the next item: the uh, chalice of darkness. It's uh, great if you want to uh, skip the magic part of your Chaos Dwarf uh, army list. And you want to, in your word about magic, you can basically reduce their abilities. Yeah, but you can uh, you can make your whole uh, Chaos Dwarf build around this, and then you can still cast your spells yourself. And I think that's the best uh, part of this. If you include yeah. your big wizard and then two uh, level one wizards, and uh, also banner of sorcery and uh, and uh, what's it called uh, chalice of sorcery so you get as, yeah. ma as many extra winds of magic cards as you can and you have uh, spells on the level one wizards uh, that you can uh, surrender then you can actually uh, lock down the enemy's uh, counter cards and you can get your own spells through uh, without him having anything to say about it yeah, it's a this is very mean combo. Um, it has to sometimes. be your whole army has to be built around this item for it to work. But uh, so, it, I think it can work. I haven't tried it uh, else in otherwise in or only in in theory. 
I do believe we played one game with it where we used the replacement models for the Chaos Dwarves. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, but that's a long time ago. Um, so, yeah, it's it's a very interesting item, at least. Yeah. And a, a, a great combo. We, we could probably do a type of, of how the combo is set up if anybody else wants to try it. We'll make it as a comment yeah. if you're interested in hearing about it. Yeah, definitely. But we'll be moving on to the next item, which is the Collar of Sorga. Yeah. It's a very specialized counter item. Yeah, but I think that the other uh, anti-ranged items are better. Talisman of Raven Dark are better, and and then Storm. Anti-monster, yeah. yeah, flying monster. Yeah. yeah. So I don't think this is worth it. No, uh, I do believe I agree on that point. What I would like to just check real quickly is if it affects only one monster at a time or whether you can touch more monsters at the same time. And I can just find the item here in our list, Color Sorga. I think it affects all monsters, but that's not really going to come in effect. I don't think you need to play over 5,000 points of battle to, for you to include more than one monster. Yeah, yeah. I guess it does affect uh, harpies as well. No, no, a... no, it doesn't. Monsters is doesn't. monsters is only mon mon is only the monsters from the monster list. Um, yeah, yeah. In so not uh, not ogres, dragon ogres, harpies, or whatever stuff like that. That's not monsters. Okay, yeah, that's just monstrous infantry. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so and it's orcs and goblins only, of course. So not really. Very counter item, not really used in a regular 2,000-point army. The uh, next item on the list is the Demon Steed at 50 points. The only place where I've found this item to be any good is uh, with the the Chaos Dwarf uh, special character, uh, King. I can't remember his name. Um, but he can have four items, so he can get this, and you can put him with uh, Bulls and Sours because of this, I think that could be a, a good option. Okay, okay. But besides that, it's uh, you're on the same mind as me that it shouldn't be used. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The next item is, of course, the very best magic item in the entire list. Uh, not just because it's, uh, well, maybe because it's, uh, we have the podcast named after it, but this is the Crown of Command. And this it's is a great item insane. To... Very good. Yeah, it's it's an amazing item. It it basically gives you uh, makes you you don't need to win combat for this to uh, to work at least not the first round of combat. Um, and it's uh, the unmodified LD ten that's the important part. part. Don't yeah, be afraid yeah. to use this if your general already has a leadership nine or ten. You're still gonna get a lot of value and effect out of this because it's mm -hmm. the unmodified part that counts. And uh, the leadership of 10, of course, can, if you put it on your general, can be used. It won't be the unmodified, but it can be used by any other units within 12, making them a lot more stable to fear and panic and all sorts of shenanigans. Yeah. The uh, next item on the list is the Golden Scepter of Norgrim. And this does seem to be a, a auto-pick for any dwarf army. Exactly. It's very good. I mean, the, the plus one movement is, is amazing. Um, the plus one armor save is also great for your iron breakers if you're, you're building a big unit of those. 
and the plus one strength, of course, when you're attacking. Yeah, and the the plus one strength just makes it so that the the dwarven spear unit is so much better than all the dwarven elite units. Yeah, it does actually. So uh, a a great item for the dwarf list. Uh, I have never used this item, no. and I don't think I will be using it anytime soon. No, just throw it away. It's bad. Yeah. Yeah. The same with the next item on the list. That's the Skalm at 50 points. It's also a healing potion, but for Skaven only. However, it can be used ex anytime except the close combat phase, making it even worse. Oh, both of them can be used only. Uh, yeah, yeah it's combat. exactly the same item. Exactly the same item. But it's, but... So it's worthless. Yeah. Yeah, it's worthless. Yeah. Uh, the next item is a little more interesting. This is the Skaven Brew. Very good item. Yeah. But, of course, you pay 50 points for something that only works with... Uh, sometimes it has a failure option. Um, yeah, but it's... This is why I, uh, when I'm building Skaven lists, I like to give the character using the Skaven Brew also a Warpstone charm. Yeah, yeah, good idea. Um. Yeah, very good idea. That you will have course. You will of course have to use two magic slots for this effect to be make sure it works every time. But it's worth it but... to give every everyone frenzy. Yeah. Yeah. So definitely. Yeah. Very good item and yeah. probably auto pick in the Skaven okay. Armin. Yeah. 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 I definitely agree on that one. Uh, the next item on the list is the uh, Slanesh Scepter of Domination. I haven't found a use for this item yet, but I, I'm still looking for it because I think it could be a good item. Yes, because because if you have a fast mobile character, you can lock down the enemy characters. Yeah. But, the, um, but the problem with this is that it's for, for Chaos and you have so few points for characters because your characters are so expensive and you have so few characters so finding an item slot for this is very hard very very strong counter item yeah and this uh, I, I believe this was used a lot in tournaments as well uh, even though that not everyone had the flying creatures because it makes such a huge difference when facing that those uh, insanely strong monsters or demons or whatever yeah it's a, it's a great counter item especially um if you know you're going to be fighting against demons for example you know you're going to be fighting against demon princes or similar uh so a great way to protect your characters um the next item on the list is the cast iron ring it's it's very good and uh probably auto pick for vampire um, if you're playing Castine family, that is, yeah, or or playing undead. Um, but it does take one of your 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 item slots. But it is a great item to have because if your lord dies, your army dies. So a great way to keep them safe. The next item is the Tomb King's crown at fifty points. Now I don't really see the use for having a mummy Tomb King. Um, but, uh, and giving, well, you'll be increasing your weapon skill from uh, two or three, I believe. I believe two, two to four. Skills. Yeah. So you'll be two doubling four, your, yeah. your weapon skill, but that's not really 
worth a lot. Yeah, because the Tomb King is rather expensive, and just having him skedaddle around the field on his own is not a great idea. Yeah, and you don't include skeletons for them to fight properly. No, no, you, you keep them for their, their masses, not for their uh, fighting ability. Yeah. Uh, the next item is the gauntlet we've discussed. is a gauntlet of Basharak the Cruel. This is a great way to include the uh, strength uh, that you need to deal to get the proper to wound rolls on your your character killer yeah uh, so you can't go with an item that doesn't have strength uh, with this one exactly and it's the the only way that you can get a hide resort with strength uh, where you can combine the things that you're missing and um, yeah and this the rolling a one uh, struck is is not really gonna happen that often and with the special character king for for chaos dwarfs he can he can re-roll so so it doesn't happen at all most cases so it's a very very good item if you want to make a character killer yeah yeah definitely uh, a very good item for the chaos dwarf right there yeah uh the next item on the list is the tres of isold this is one of the best items for Bretonia. It's one of this the best items in the game. It's yeah, yeah. It's what makes it's the Bretonian general insanely good. Yeah, yeah. And it's this also included. It's very good. Yeah. yeah. It is extremely good. Nothing. This is why you might. Sorry. This is why you can. Uh, you don't need a strength item on your Bretonian general when you're fighting in uh, making a character killer. Uh, not much else to say about it. It's just, it's just amazing. And yeah. at 35 points, it's, it's, it's the it's true ideal of what you're looking for in a math hammer item. Uh, Auto include in any Bretonian army. Now we talked with uh, Jurgen about um, uh, antis in tournaments, where you reveal your items and your opponent is allowed to ban one, which is why he likes to include this one in addition to the black gem of Nar. Because usually his opponent will remove the black gem, and then he will still have a uh, counter uh, character item. Yeah. But uh, black gem of Nar is preferred to the Van Hall Speculum. Yeah, definitely. But it's very good on champions because they have uh, most champions have low toughness, and it's mm. even better on skink. Uh, King characters because they have cr really crappy stats. So yeah. the worse stats you have, the better this item is. Yeah, exactly. Uh, the next item is the Amber Amulet at 25 points. And it's a, it's a good item on characters that has many wounds. I would say they need to have four or more wounds at least to, in order to consider this. It's good, yeah. it's good on this uh, big slam. Uh, otherwise... On uh, characters with three wounds, I would never consider this. No, oh, it's it. It you don't want to lose the item slot for this chance. You'd rather again use a ward save to take to take the wound away. Um, yeah, that way. Um, but yeah, a slam mage, uh, maybe a beastman character, perhaps. Uh, maybe not so much a beast character, but uh, but definitely a slam mage. Uh, he could use this item. Yeah. The next is the Amulet of Fire at 25 points as well. Um, this is a uh, constant 
uh, 50-50 chance to spell scroll, but uh, only affects the unit or, or wearer. So I'd probably rather have a dispel scroll. Uh, in comparison to the other dispel items that we mentioned from armor, uh, this is a lot cheaper. So it's on that note, it's uh, more worthwhile to consider it. So yeah, it's definitely it's definitely can be considered in some situation, but but rarely, yeah. Would, 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 yeah, but rarely, yeah, exactly. Uh, the next item is the uh, the best counter item in the game is the Black Gem of Nar. You put this on a champion, and you throw your champion. Uh, yeah, your, your champion throws a challenge to their demon prince or their <laughs> their bloodthirster, or bloodletter, or whatever. Uh, the bloodthirster, <laughs> and they're just gone, and they um, might not return at all during the game. Yeah, and this. It's probably the most hated item in Warhammer and one of the items that was banned a lot. Um, and personally, I don't really see why it's that hated because, yeah, it's it's very annoying to have uh, to have your big character killer taken away by Black Gem of Nar. But it, this item keeps the game, Hero Hammer game balance so much more because all all the the armies that are not well equipped to uh, deal with a a siege chaos lord flying and making a challenge and killing your lord every time uh because there's no way you can build him strong enough or something like that um yeah they are just screwed in that situation or uh, or if your army if you face an army that includes a bloodthirster, that bloodthirster is gonna kill everything. You cannot protect yourself against something like that. Um, yeah, exactly. And it, it just it makes the game a lot more balanced, and it makes it so that if your opponent uh, put a lot of eggs in one basket for a character killer, he needs to think about other ways how that character can earn his worth or include. Yeah, maybe a bit a, uh, more toned uh, down uh, character, yeah. Yeah, either more toned down character or a more strategic approach to how you use him. Yeah. So I definitely like this item because it it forces tactical play. Yeah. Uh, and it basically saves you if you're playing an army list that, as you mentioned, doesn't have any character killing effects or has hard time def defending against it. You're just screwed if you don't have the the black gem of Nar when they show up with a a giant monster or a character killer that can just move at will. Yeah, so I, I really like this item, and I and I think everyone should uh, include it in their army. It's, it's so good. It's it, it's an auto include. It is. Yeah. Okay. The next item is the cloak of feathers. This is Lishman Saurus or Skeek hero only. Uh, it's twenty five points and. I believe they did make a change to it as well. In the yeah, one use board. only. Yeah, it's a one use only. That's exactly what they made. Uh, instead of it just being uh, a free uses. Um, the, if the character wearing the cloak is already in close combat, he can move up to 24 inches before either side is struck or after he has made his attacks. He may not move into close combat. However, he can be, place himself uh, in charge range for next turn. Yeah. Uh, situational item, I would say. 
it's a it's a very strong item, a way of moving your powerful source heroes around the battlefield. Um, but you definitely need to get him into close combat first, man. Yeah. But that's yeah, of course. But uh, if you manage to to get him in close combat, and you you also manage to charge and or or you you're able to withstand the the hits from the charges and then you strike um and then you fly away then you can get a lot of value out of your characters yeah i can easily see this uh killing one small uh, character here setting up to kill another small character next turn uh with the the soros hero with flail of skulls that's I think it's it's a deadly deadly combo. Yeah, yeah, you might be right because that is one of the the downsides of the Soros heroes. That is their mobility. The next item is also a twenty-five points. That's the cursed book. This does seem like an auto include for most undead armies. Yeah, to protect your general against uh, character killers in addition to your champion. Um, and uh, uh, not so much in chaos. Yeah, it can be on single character or or on, on a chariot where you don't really care that the steeds might not get to hit to hit that well. And um, also yeah, yeah. in in the fourth edition chaos books, you could put the characters with with uh, together with demons, and demons are not living creatures, so they that would also yeah, a good use of it. Mm -hmm. So all in all, a, a very good item for yeah. Chaos Undead. Yeah. Uh, next item on the list is the Fairy, Fairy Ring of Dory. I tried this with a... Uh, with a, It didn't succeed quite as I wanted to, but I put this on a unit of uh, Dwarf Crossbowmen that are t t 10 models long, so that I made an, a wall of uh, 10 models long, uh, 6 inches in front of me. Unfortunately, it wasn't enough to block um, his Bretonian cavalry, Casper's uh, Bretonian cavalry. Uh, probably better use, as you mentioned during after in our post-battle uh, talk, uh, probably better used on your main gen uh, main army, uh, main regiment, so that you can make sure that you get the charge. Yeah, I think that would be yeah, the use for it. But what I'm struggling with uh, is to to have room for for this item with the yeah. dwarf's list the same it, it's a, it's a nice item but but i'm not having having room for it because i don't with the dwarfs i don't want to include a lot of characters i want to include very few because i don't think they're because of their lack of mobility i don't think they're that good so i want to yeah. uh, want to spend my points on on units and war machines uh, the next item on the uh, list is the Heart of Woe. This is a great item on a um, uh, another good choice for the Pegasus or the Pterodon riders, the skin on the Pterodon or the uh, hero on a Pegasus. Have them fly down, fight around combat, make sure they die. Uh, so don't give them too much of a armor save because if they are flying and lose combat without dying, they're just driven off instead given their flying models. Um, but a great choice to fly and destroy a unit or destroy a character. But a great nuking item. Definitely a 
almost an auto include if you're going to include uh, definitely an auto include if you're going to include nukers. But if you're going to uh, stray away from nukers, you know, I, I wouldn't use this item. But let's move on to the next item. This is chaos only at 25 points. It's the helm of many eyes. It's it's very very good with flail of skulls or or just with a with a great weapon because if if you strike first with a magical weapon, it uh, overrides the rule that you strike last with a non-magical item. Yeah, that's not much to say. It's a it's a very very good item and it's very cheap and most. Chaos uh, heroes or lords have this item. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's it's almost it's definitely a, a commonly used item in in Mad Hammer. Yeah, it's just great. Uh, the next item on the list uh, is the Madcap Mushrooms. You're spending an item slot, uh, magic item slot, to pay five points less for a fanatic. Yeah. And then it's it only affects the first unit, uh, yes. where it's well, it's it that fanatic really hits hard, so it might be worth considering. But it's not a an insane item, and it's not an auto include either. No, maybe I would consider it one or two times out of ten. Maybe most of the times I would just uh, uh, I would just consider an additional. Fanatic instead, but most of the time I would also go with two fanatics instead of three. Three is a little overkill, I believe. Now, it is. I'm just going to look it up and see just what includes that they are affected. Because the Skaven do have a bit different rules for templates than uh, other factions have, like the Dwarf Flame Cannon. Let's uh, see so yeah. But the problem with this item is that it's uh, it has a very l low range, so you might not get to use it at, this at all because you need to get within all units' charge range before you can use it. Uh, moving on to the next item, this is the Potion of Chaos. Yeah, it's just useless. You don't want a potion that has that much of a random effect and no. potion of strength is cheaper and just better yeah yeah and the only real effect you really want from this one is the uh, roll of a six the next item on the list is the warpstone amulet at 25 points it's skaven only and the effect is very very strong but the problem is that they need to fail and otherwise yeah. it's useless but um if you have the item slot, I think this is a very good item, but I doubt that yeah. you're going to have an item slot for it. Uh, the next item on the list is the Whip of Agony. Not a usable item. No, I wouldn't say either. I mean, it does give you one additional attack, but it's quite expensive for a, a magical additional hand weapon. Yeah, but it doesn't say that this attack can, can wound. Yeah, if the enemy is hit, he takes no damage, he says in the item. Yeah. So this okay, is terrible. Yeah. yeah. Terrible, terrible item. Yeah. Moving on. The Crown of Bretonia. It's a great item, but there's no room for it because all the items are reserved for general for other yeah. things. The reason why this item is good on Leon Leonkur is because he can have four items. Yeah, the next is the potion of strength. Um 
this is um, uh, for dark elves. It's used uh, in conjunction with uh, Heart of Woe on um, the uh, what's what's it called Shadow Blade. Yeah, it can be used in other situations where. Uh, when you have a, a gung-ho one-turn kill character and you just lack the strength to make those proper wound rolls, pop a potion of strength on them and then use that before you charge in. Um, definitely something that uh, if you're not using Morgo or the Mangler, then uh, Savage Orcs usually require a bit of extra strength for their frenzy attacks to to really do the wounds that you need to do. I think this is, is also... Worth if you have the item slot with Morgul. Um Yes, but yes. but this is just a very good item. It has so much use. Just keep in mind that uh, it says on the card that you need to drink it at start of your turn. Yeah. For it, in order for it to work. So, so yeah. you can, if you fail your charge, you can have wasted your potion. Exactly. Um. So it's useful with Bow of Lauren, it's useful with Heart of Woe, it's useful with more Bow than Angler, it's useful in a lot of situations. It's not an auto-pick, but um, it's definitely an item worth considering in most cases, whether you're going to, if you have room for that item slot to get that strength you need to make those uh, 2 plus or 3 plus to wound rolls. Yeah. The second last item on the enchanted items list is the Warpstone Charm at 10 points. Very good item. Yeah. Um, if you have the item slot for it, and especially, uh, as I mentioned, in conjunction with the Skaven Brew, uh, in order to make sure you actually get an effect and uh, get, a, get you a second chance to get that uh, roll of a six. So you can make your, your Skaven unit uh, uh, Completely mental. Yeah, I'm. I'm unsure if that works because usually the reroll options uh, can only be used when when it uh, is uh, the character that uh, is either dealing damage or it affects the character himself directly. It does say on the actual item card: the bearer of a charm may reroll any single dice throw once during the game and add. I'm sure that this item is useful in many other situations as well. So definitely, definitely. This is the last item of the enchanted items is the potion sacre, and it's a pretty decent item for five points. Not anything important. If your army, uh, if you have the item slot for it, definitely something you can consider. If you have something where you really want to make sure that you pass the test. Yeah. Or uh, you, you get that extra hit in. Yeah, definitely. Uh, let us know what you think. And uh, yeah, thanks for listening. And thank you for joining me, Casper, for yeah. this. Thank you for having me once again. Yeah, always a pleasure. See you. All right. Thank you, everyone. And uh, this is the Crown of Command podcast signing off. <laughs>